Ladies and gentlemen, we'll begin our final descent into Kingston, Jamaica. As we prepare for landing, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened and your seat back and tray tables are stowed. Also, this time, please put away all carry-in items, including laptop and devices of similar size for landing. landing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to enter Culturama with Diva. Culturama listeners, welcome to the show Culturama with Diva, where simplicity is the best thing. A warm welcome, welcome, welcome to you all. In this episode, I'll be doing things a little bit different this Sunday and next week Sunday. This Sunday, I will be focusing on Jamaica's Emancipation Day, which was on Thursday, August 1st. Happy Emancipation Day to you, Jamaica, and other countries in the Caribbean include St. Lucia, Guyana, Trinidad and Tobago, and so much more. Emancipation Day began in 1834, and the term emancipation means slavery, liberty, freedom from slavery. So, in today's episode, I will be highlighting the 10 fun facts about Jamaica and the truth of how Jamaica and other Caribbean countries gain their emancipation. So, I invite for you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this presentation. Won't you help to sing? These songs of freedom Cause all I ever have Redemption songs Jamaica is a premier destination in the Caribbean. Each year, tourists flock to this beautiful island nation to enjoy tropical weather and warm sandy beaches. Known for its laid-back atmosphere, tourists and locals alike enjoy a variety of relaxing activities and fun-filled evenings. Starting the list at one is the small snake population in the island. There are very few snakes on the island of Jamaica. The mongoose was imported to Jamaica to rid the cane fields of rats and other insects in 1872. As an added benefit, the mongoose has killed off almost the entire population of snakes. So running across a snake is a rare occurrence in Jamaica. At two is the many foreign crops grown in Jamaica. The original inhabitants of Jamaica, the Tainos, grew corn and yams. Today, the major crops of Jamaica include sugarcane, bananas and mangoes. None of these crops are native to the island. They were imported to the island at varying times in the island's history. Coconut palms, breadfruit and bamboo are among the list of other crops brought to the island. At three is Jamaica's love for rum. Rum is the national drink of Jamaica. Here, rum is mixed with just about any other beverage. Try rum and coconut water for a very special island drink. At number four is Jamaica's relationship with Bond. Yes, James Bond. British writer Ian Fleming is famous for his 007 James Bond character. 
After designing his dream home, Ian Fleming chose to have it built in Jamaica and name it Golden Eye. In Jamaica, he wrote 10 of his world-renowned James Bond spy thrillers. At number 5 is a show of Jamaica's ability to defy the odds. In 1988, Jamaica became the first tropical country to enter a Winter Olympic event. It was the bobsled event. The movie Cool Runnings tells the story of Jamaica's first foray into the Winter Olympics. At number 6 is Jamaica's national dish. The national dish of Jamaica is Akian Saltfish. Many Jamaicans eat it as a breakfast dish. However, some will eat it any day, anytime, anywhere, anyhow. Aki is a fruit that grows locally. The dish is served with anything really, but dumplings that are either fried or boiled is a favorite, along with roast breadfruit. At number 7 is Jamaica's flag in the scheme of things. Jamaica is one of only two countries in the world that has no colors in common with the flag of the United States of America. The other country is Mauritania, which has a green and yellow. Libya used to have a solid green flag, but has since changed it to include red and white. The Jamaican flag is green, black and gold. The two gold stripes intersect in an X, with green filling in the top and bottom and black on either sides. At number 8 is a show of Jamaica's innovativeness. Jamaica was the first country in the Western Hemisphere to build a railroad. It was built a mere 18 years after the Britain built theirs. AT&T copied Jamaica's telephone system because it was so well developed. In 1994, Jamaica became the first Caribbean nation to launch its own website. At number 9, we sing the blues with the Blue Mountains. The stunning Blue Mountains in Jamaica are named for the mist that covers them. From a distance, the mist appears blue, a beautiful blue. At number 10, there are orchids everywhere. Over 200 species of orchids grow wild on the island of Jamaica. 73 of those species are unique to the island. There are 1,000 species of trees and 500 species of ferns. Jamaica is the best place to see wild fauna and flora. Stand aside and look. Some say it's just a part of it. We've got to fulfill the book. Won't you help to sing? These songs of freedom Cause all I ever have Redemption songs Get up, stand up Stand up for your right Get up, stand up Stand up for your right the name of Jamaica comes from the Arawakan name for the island. This original name is thought to mean land of wood and water, land of springs, or even rich in springs, as the island is home to incredible natural beauty. Over time, this name changed to the name we know it as today, Jamaica. Now, this is a satisfyingly Caribbean etymology for a satisfyingly Caribbean island, yet it's here the Caribbean names for the country seem to fall a lot at the wayside. If you look at a map of the towns, villages, and cities of Jamaica, you will notice that a huge amount of these settlements will have either an English or a Spanish name. Let's have a look at some of these names. Of course, we have the capital of the island, Kingston, which shares its name with the borough of London, Kingston-upon-Thames, which in turn gets its name from a town in Yorkshire. It's a whole thing. But beyond that, we have the three counties of Jamaica, called Cornwall, Middlesex and Surrey. This is so bizarre to an Englishman like me as Cornwall Jamaica looks like this and Cornwall England looks like this. Jamaica even has its own West End. This West End however is a beach paradise and not full of musicals. Yet all 
also in the Cornwall County we have the country's second biggest city of Montego Bay and its traditional county town is called Savannah Lamar which in Spanish means plains by the sea. I think what perhaps makes my point most clear is that in the Middlesex County of Jamaica we literally have a town called Spanish Town. Though Spanish Town is actually the name given to the town by the British. The Spanish actually called it Villa de la Vega or Saint Gerard de la Vega. But anyway, I'm sure you guys are understanding just how odd this situation is. So why do so many settlements in this Caribbean paradise have names that originate from a country in the Mediterranean and a country that prides itself on moaning and its reign? Well, the short answer to this is empire, specifically the empires of Spain and Britain. It was the Spanish who were the first Europeans to find and settle the land, led of course by Christopher Columbus. Columbus's exploration of the New World are perhaps some of the most well-known explorations in our history. The part of his travels we need to look into, however, is when he landed on the island of Cuba. The story goes that the Cuban natives weren't too happy with Columbus and his men on their land, so to try and get him away, they told Columbus of an island south of theirs that was rich with gold. With figurative dollar signs in his eyes, Columbus and his men left Cuba and set sail for this gold-laden island. But of course, when they got there on the 3rd of May 1494, there wasn't as much gold as he was initially told about. Nevertheless, the Spanish settled on the island. Columbus named it Santiago, but this name didn't really catch on. The Spanish unfortunately enslaved, murdered and raped many of the indigenous people of the island. There are some absolute horror stories about what the Spanish did to these people. Some stories tell us that the Spanish would compete to see if they could cut their heads off in one stroke, and letting their dogs hunt them, allowing them to tear them apart. The first Spanish settlement on the land was founded in 1509, named Sevilla La Nueva, New Seville, referencing the city of Old Seville in Spain. However, due to being built by Swampland, the settlement didn't flourish like the Spanish expected. This led the Spanish to relocate the townspeople to the south of the island, founding in 1534 the aforementioned Villa de la Vega, Spanish town today, which became the capital of the island during the Spanish regime. And of course, there were many other settlements founded by the Spanish in Jamaica. Some of these have kept their original Spanish names like Las Choleras, but some have also had their names anglicized like Cargway becoming Cagway Bay and now Passage Fort and Esquiville, now Old Harbour. However, with the genocide of the indigenous people and the lack of any of the wealth that Columbus was told about on the island, Jamaica was deemed useless to the Spanish, becoming not much more than a supply base for them and a good vantage point for them to help in their conquest of the more bountiful island of Cuba. Spanish rule on the island lasted from 1509 till 1655. The British Empire was eyeing up the island, sugar was becoming more and more popular in Europe and they saw the flat fertile lands of Jamaica as an excellent place to grow, harvest and export the sugarcane. As I said the Spanish despite having rule of the island didn't care too much about it, allowing it to not be as highly guarded as some of their other territories like Cuba. This led to the British easily taking control of Jamaica from the Spanish in 1655. Of course the British needed labour to farm the sugarcane and with the indigenous people of the island more or less gone, the British turned to transporting slaves from West Africa to do the work. Unfortunately these slaves weren't treated by the British much better than how the Spanish treated the natives of the island. When they were captured in Africa they were herded and branded like cattle and forced onto ships heading to Jamaica. The British put bans on the slaves, not allowing them to celebrate their African culture in any way, banning their music, languages and religion, being taught Christianity by the English in an attempt to remove their minds from their homeland. Of course, as well as being horrendous to West Africans, the British made many settlements in Jamaica, most famously the country's capital to this day, Kingston. As I said, named after Kingston here in England, Kingston was founded in 1692 in the fallout of an earthquake that devastated 
dominated much of the land. From here it grew into the island's centre of trade and business like we know it today. It was later on during the British rule of the island in 1758, the three counties of Jamaica were named by the British too. These were of course Cornwall, Middlesex and Surrey. Other English names cover the island too like the city of Falmouth, Jamaica, the Manchester Parish of Jamaica and Twickenham Park in Jamaica. There was British rule in Jamaica till 1962 when on the 6th of August, Jamaica became an independent nation and is still part of the Commonwealth to this day. But it's not just English and Spanish names that cover Jamaica. With the British conquest came Scottish settlers to the island, naming parts of Jamaica things such as Aberdeen, Dunkeleth and Tollock. Welsh names too like Pembroke and Cardiff Hall. The National Library of Jamaica have an amazing page on their site that explains many of the names that cover Jamaica. It will be down below so go check it out. Yet it's mainly English and Spanish names that cover the land. And while it must seem peculiar and somewhat comical to any Englishman or Spaniard today, these names are a reminder. They're artifacts from a cruel and dark history that's taken place on the island of Jamaica. Join me next week Sunday for another episode of Culturama with Devo, where I'll be focusing on Jamaica's independence, which was in 1962, and America's independence. United States of America independence. Remember guys, life is a journey. Live good, love God. One love, one heart. Let's get together and feel good. Hear the children crying, saying give thanks and praise to the Lord, and I will feel alright. A big thank you to my studio engineers. Mr. Sidney Thorpe from Kingston, Jamaica, Mr. Damien Rose from Kingston, Jamaica, and Mr. Gary Kemmer from Monroe, Louisiana. Thank you guys for ensuring that the production goes well. Thank you.